WHHHFM Indianapolis. It's time to take a look at what's going on in and around Indy. It's Open Lines, your eye on the community on High 96.3. Hold up. And good morning to you, Indianapolis. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle. It is Sunday, January 9th, 2022. Got a jam-packed show for you here on this Sunday. There's a lot happening in Indianapolis this weekend. All eyes are on the Circle City as we host the college football playoffs. If you haven't been downtown, then you are missing out on a lot. Uh, Everything is going on. Uh, From concerts to free things to do with the family. From, of course, football tomorrow. Uh, We're going to have all the details on some of the things that you and your family can do today. And it won't cost you a dime. Too many times we host things here in Indianapolis. And I know I hear from a lot of you that you don't always feel invited. It's for the people who come in from out of town. But you here at home often miss out. But today we're going to make sure that doesn't happen by letting you know what is happening in the Circle City today. Also, January is National Mentoring Month and one of my biggest mentors was Amos Brown. He's the reason that I'm sitting in this chair and that's why I didn't hesitate to do something for National Mentoring Month. There are several Indianapolis area organizations uh, that could use your help with mentoring uh, some young people here in Indianapolis and it's from all different walks of life Uh, there's something for you. We'll have the details on how you can help make a difference coming up this morning around 8.20. All that and so much more to talk about coming up this morning on the show. But first, let's start off with what's happening today in the news. Last night's Doja Cat concert leading up to the college football playoff was delayed by reports of a bomb threat, Wish TV reports police arrested a man after police after people that is waiting in line to enter the Monument Circle concert heard him talk about having a bomb, and some thought he was even carrying an explosive. IMPD officers searched the man's bag and did not find an explosive. The man, who has not been identified, did have outstanding warrants, which ultimately led to his arrest. IMPD needs your help with information after a young boy was shot and killed Saturday morning. The boy's age and identity has not yet been released, but police say the shooting happened just before 1 a.m. near West 30th Street and Kessler Boulevard Saturday morning. It is unclear exactly what happened, but we do know that the boy died at the scene. A suspect has not been identified. Anyone with information about this case is asked to contact the IMPD Homicide Office. If you're looking for a job, then the Indiana BMV is looking for you. The Indiana Bureau of Motor Vehicles will host a virtual job fair on January 19th to highlight the multiple openings that they have at branches across the state. Some of those jobs include customer service reps, team leaders, and managers. The job fair runs from 2 o'clock to 3 in the afternoon. That, again, is on January 19th. You can register right now online. In the forecast, it's it's cold. Well, considering what we've been through, it's kind of warm. We're up to about 40 degrees. This is about the warmest we're going to get all day. That's after some of the rain that we're seeing this morning and overnight starts to calm down. It's still wet out there this morning, but not as slick as it was yesterday evening. Tomorrow's high, we're back down in the 20s, only getting up to 26, and then we'll stay in the low 30s and low 40s for the rest of the week. The next two mornings, we'll keep temperatures at the bus stop in the morning for the kids uh, in the teens. Right now, it is 41 degrees in Indy. At 8.04 here this morning, uh, finally I can hear my headphones haven't been working for the past, since we started the show. Finally I can hear what's going on. All right, um, this morning there was a lot happening in the Circle City. Uh, And to get us updated on what it is that you can go do, a lot of it for free, uh, we've got a guest with us uh, this morning. Uh, Nate Swick is uh, with the college football playoffs. He's already downtown, I believe, already 
I, I think, Nick, I think I was told you're already down there getting things uh, kicked off for the day. What's going on? Good morning. Hey, good morning. Yes, we are doing well here in Indy. We're uh, about a little over or under two hours now from the big 5K that kicks off uh, downtown with proceeds going back to Indiana teachers. So the extra yard for extra yard for teachers 5K is the first event of the day that starts at 10 a.m. starting indoors at the Indiana Convention Center and then a little route around downtown Indy. So that's the first event of the morning that we're thrilled about. But then there are so many free fan festivals, concerts tonight. We are so excited for day two of this weekend, day two of a three-day weekend here in celebration of the college football playoff national championship. So, Nate, first take us to last night because last night I didn't go because it was way too cold to be outside. Uh, <laughs> but the the Monument Circle has been transformed into a concert venue. And this is the first time... Uh, as far as I know, that it's been transformed like this. I've seen stages on the circle before, but this is the first time. This was a massive concert. Uh, Doja Cat, uh, popular singer out right now, uh, attracted a big crowd in in very frigid uh, temperatures last night. Talk about how things changed last night. That was something new. Absolutely. That was very new. So that was the largest stage that we've ever built on Monument Circle, which is probably the most unique venue that the college football playoff has ever had one of their shows at. So we are lucky to have such a beautiful um, asset in the city and in the epicenter of Indianapolis with so much history that we were able to use for this event. So like you said, uh, we had our first night of concerts last night. We had uh, Pink Sweats, AJR, and then Doja Cat rounded out the night. Uh, we had rain in and out. We had a brief delay there because the, the roads were not really even walkable. So mm-hmm. we had to salt the entire circle. And then we opened the gates and we the concert went the concerts went on. And it was a really good time. It was so much fun. Uh, and we can't wait to run it back tonight with more free concerts. So we had round one last night. Round two is tonight with um, starting actually with a local band, Huckleberry Funk. And then we'll have Ava Max and 21 Pilots taking the stage later on. So those shows are from 5 to 11 p.m. tonight. Uh, And then we're running it back again on a Monday because tomorrow is no traditional Monday Mm -hmm. in the Circle City. So we're doing some daytime concerts on Monday uh, where they're also on Monument Circle. And we've got uh, Breland and Sam Hunt taking the stage there. So we're, we're ready to bring more music to the city. And the best part about this is these concerts are free. There's a lot of free things that are going on, not just the concerts, but you've got got some indoor activities. Uh, Tell us about that. We sure do. So yesterday we also kicked off our Playoff Fan Central inside the Indiana Convention Center. So once again, this is also free, and this is an interactive experience that gives fans the opportunity to to be a part of the College Football Playoff National Championship. For those that might not be going to the game or going to the concerts, Um, So this also started yesterday. It'll go from 10 to 5 today, 10 to 3 on Monday. And it's basically a family-friendly event all about football. So it'll include uh, games and clinics and pep rallies. We've got band performances, special guest appearances, autograph signings. We've got a couple of the the Heisman trophies there. The college football playoff national championship trophy is there. Uh, So we really can't wait to Bring more people out. I was out there yesterday. It was so much fun. There's just people being a part of the action, getting in on the football experience. Uh, so if you've got kids, it's a great way to get active. Or kids at heart. I'm not going to lie to you, Cameron. I ran a couple 40-yard dashes this weekend, and it's a lot of fun out there. <laughs> I, I've seen a couple people, uh, some of my reporter friends, get out there and do the uh, uh, the, the, the the different obstacle courses. Uh, there were multiple ones. Absolutely. Um, and it looked, it looked a whole lot of fun. Um on, to, on top of that, of course, this is just, we're not we haven't even got to the game yet. Uh, <laughs> we have not. Which which is what makes this weekend such a big deal. Talk about how big the game itself is, um, and that this this is uh, the the I mean this is the Super Bowl of of college sports or the playoffs of college sports. Hence the name. It sure is. Absolutely. So we haven't hosted an event of this. I mean, we did host the entire NCAA tournament last year, but a football event of this caliber since the Super Bowl back in 2012. And so think about this on the same same scale as the Super Bowl. Um, The footprint on championship campus downtown is massive. We've actually been planning. So the local organizing committee has been planning for this event now for four years. So four years of planning has gone into this and it's, it's go time. So we're actually 
so excited to be implementing this, but it means a lot to the downtown community. Like you said, Monday night is the actual national championship game, Lucas Oil Stadium, 8 p.m., where Alabama and Georgia will duke it out to see who is who, who gets crowned champion of uh, the college football season. But this is, I mean, it's all culminating here in Indianapolis. All eyes will be on Indy uh, this entire weekend, but especially tomorrow night as we really uh, get to showcase what Indianapolis is made of and the Hoosier hospitality that earned us this game to begin with. How are all these people from the South uh, dealing with our uh, temperatures in the teens? Hey, we are lucky because, uh, well, I guess lucky in a way because a lot of these fans have never been to Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. So this is, we're Big Ten country here. So this is our chance to really showcase what Indy is made of and, and what we can really do. And we, we've turned a lot, of, a lot of people in our favor. If you check out the social media, we got a lot of SEC fans who have never made the trip to Indy. And despite the cold weather, they realized why we were built to host sporting events and why we were chosen for this game. And it was cold last night, but right now, relatively speaking, it's actually pretty warm. It's 40 to, 41 Absolutely, degrees. Absolutely, yeah. So. Yep, so last night it was a little – I mean, we were a little wet last night, but the good news is we're going to be dry the rest of the weekend. So no rain for tonight's concerts, tomorrow's shows. Just wear a jacket, but we will be ready. There are so many things that are happening downtown. Um, why, why, so much, why is so much of it free? Uh, it's, so much of it is free is because we want, we want this to be accessible to everybody. This is a big moment in our city's history. I mean, as, as you know, we, we, we were built to host major sporting events, but we want to make sure that all of these uh, events are accessible to as many people as possible, not just those who, who get to go to the national championship game on Monday. So it's a community affair. I mean, we have give back components where we're giving back to through the College Football Playoff Foundation, where we're giving back to teachers in Indianapolis, at IPS, and around the country. And so that's our give-back component for this one. Every event, we have to have a legacy component because we want to know what, is, what, what kind of an impact are we going to make, what's our leave behind. So we make sure we do that. We, we draw in the arts. I mean, we've had so many cool arts initiatives out at the Indianapolis airport. We had 22 local artists creating um, digital posters that are able to be bid on, and you can take home if you, if you uh, bid on the highest poster and so those are all just local artists that got paid to create football posters for this event so we're finding ways to engage the local community from all aspects be it legacy get in some teachers and then just make sure that the general community knows this is not just for visitors i mean everybody is welcome to be a part of this this is a an exciting moment in our city's history and we want everyone to come out and and experience it with us nate is there like a map online that has everything that you've talked about, everything from the art at the airport to the different free events uh, that are happening in the city so that if folks want to go on some kind of scavenger hunt or, or an adventure today, they can go find these things? Um, pretty much. So I would head to IndieFootball2022.com, and that website will have all of this information. So the arts will be on a, a bit of a different page, but everything is on that website, and you can find information on where to track everything at IndieFootball2022.com. IndieFootball2022. Uh, who do you have on the game? Oh, my gosh. I See, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I can make that call here. Who about, how about you? I'm, I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, w- we we will see. I mean, it's going to be. In, I just hope I, everyone has fun. It's going to be an indoor game. Uh, so you know, I was trying to think. Okay, these are boys from the south, uh, but so much of their stuff is outdoors. It's only up here that you actually get to play indoors. So I don't know. It. I was thinking that might be a change of dynamic, but maybe it it won't be. Either way, uh, it's going to be a good. It's it's already proven to be a good weekend. I've seen nothing but good things on social media about how visitors are, are seeing Indianapolis and how we uh, host big events. So maybe this will lead to us getting another Super Bowl. Uh, I know at some, I know in the future folks want to feel Indianapolis can host the Olympics. And so this is another major event that could um, go on the resume. Absolutely. Nate, thanks so much for starting the week with us and uh, giving us a preview of what is happening both today and tomorrow as Indianapolis hosts the college football playoffs. Nate Swick, thanks so much. Hey, thank you. All right, guys, get on out there. Like I said, you know, I, I wanted to do that segment because I've heard from uh, from you guys before that, hey, every time there's an event come, that comes to town, we feel like uh, it's not for us. And you know what? I kind of feel that way, too, because so much of all of the beautiful things that are um, built downtown right now, they're going to disappear after the event. So I totally feel you on that. It was the... Um, I think it was the Big Ten stuff, and even over there off of Mass Ave at the 
at the garage, they had um, all, all you know, big TVs out so you could watch. You could sit outside and eat, and uh, that's what I love to do. I love to sit with a meal, watch something on TV, and to do it outside was even better. But then after the event, all the TVs were gone. Uh, so I, it, to me, it's kind of like uh, if Chicago only brought out the big bean downtown during an event and then they took it away. We just get left with an empty space. So, you know, I don't know that we can transform Monument Circle into a concert venue permanently, but uh, it would be nice to see some of the things that we build that look so beautiful and so cool pop up uh, more often or some of it become uh, permanent in some cases. All right, so with that, college football playoffs happening here in the Circle City today and tomorrow. All right, so uh, we're going to take an early break here because coming up, uh, we are going to talk about uh, mentorship. Uh, it's, it's something that everybody honestly needs is a mentor um, in their life. And I've told you before, and I'll say it again, and I'm going to say it again on the other side of the break, is that mentorship is what put me behind this mic and why I'm hosting this show. So I have no problem uh, with talking about the ways that you can become a mentor here in the Circle City. There are several area organizations that uh, need your help and need your time. Uh, and we will tell you exactly how you can make the difference with mentoring as January is National Mentoring Month. More of the Open Line Show here on Hot 96.3 and WTLC is coming up. After this, I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle. We are back in just a couple of minutes. to hear from you your thoughts your views your voice we are your eye on the community it's open lines on hot 96.3 let's get back to open lines your eye on the community on hot 96.3 And we are back here on Open Lines. There we go. Headphones keep going out uh, here this morning, so I can't hear anything. I think we got it now. Uh, we are back here on Open Lines on this Sunday, January 9th, 2022. The weekend of college football playoffs here in downtown Indianapolis. Thank you to Nate Swick for checking in with us, giving us a preview of what is happening in downtown Indy this weekend. Uh, so, you know, January is national mentoring month and um it's undoubtedly true that amos brown was one of, one of my mentors i'll spare you the story because i know i've shared it on this show before but um you know amos allowed me to fill in on on his show and my thing about being a mentor why i consider him a mentor is i don't think you have to ask a mentor um to be your mentor. They just do it. And he just did it. He was like, all right, come here. Here's what I want you to do. I'm going to show you something. All right, I'm going to send you down here to do this, that, and the other. That's how he did it. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, he knew what I wanted to do. I didn't have to ask him uh, to, you know, open some doors, make some calls, or let me uh, fill in. He just did it and would say, and say, all right, hey, here, I just did this. Um, that all led to me being on the air and sitting in this chair and, getting my own show um he was still alive at the time that i the first time around i was here and got my own show he was down the hall so that was really cool um but now with that said uh that's the reason why mentoring uh is is a big deal for me uh throughout my career i've had a couple other mentors but sometimes i've had one some sometimes i've not and i know um, that having one can make all of the difference. So because I know that's true, uh, we're going to talk about how it is that you can make a difference through mentoring right here in the great city of Indianapolis. To talk about how you can do that is Arnetta Scruggs with The Bloom Project, as well as Crystal Hines from Inner Beauty and Kareem Hines, her husband, who has his own organization, New Boy, that stands for New Breed of Youth. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. 
Good morning. So good, good to morning. So good to have all of you uh, here on the show to talk about National Mentoring Month. Um, this is the month that we highlighted, but really, this is something that the three of you and your respective organizations do three hundred day, three hundred and sixty five days a year. Yes. So, Arnetta, let me start with you and the Bloom Project. Um, why? Tell us what the Bloom Project is for people who don't know, but also how it is you need people to help. Well, good morning. Thank you for the opportunity to be on the show today. Um, the Bloom Project is a mentoring program for young men, 12 to 18. We actually started the um, organization over 12 years ago, and it started with an event called King's Feast. Um, where the young men would dress professional attire and they would meet over 100 um, men in various career fields and network with them. And actually one of the young men, uh, we call them kings, came up to me and he said, Ms. Arnetta, this is a great event, but what happens in between that time? Because the event was annually. And so for me, I've never been a boy, never been a man, but I've always hung around guys. Um, I told him, you tell me what you need and I'll make it happen. And that's when he, you know, he created the curriculum. He said, this is what I need. I need basketball and I need food. And I'll create the topics. And so we basically went from there. And so we just started having sessions monthly. And I would find the men that would come out and speak. And that's how the organization really got started. And I was always under other organizations until one day my lawyer at the time, well, he was my consultant, I would say, basically said, you need to start your own organization. And it has been going on since then. And so Bloom is in its seventh year. We have Project King, which is our mentoring program here in Indianapolis every third Friday and every third Saturday. Right now we're virtual. We will start um, in person actually this Friday coming up. So I'm excited about that. Um, and then we still have our King Peace event. And we have Royal Mentality, which is our college and career program. So we do a lot um, for our young kings. Even when they basically graduate from the program, they are still a part of the program. Um, they become family. Um, Bloom is named after my grandfather. His nickname was Bloom. Um, and so when I say family legacy, that's literally what it is, is that we want our kings after they graduate from Bloom to come back and become mentors. And they have definitely done that. Crystal, tell us about Inner Beauty. Well, good morning and thank you for having us. Um, actually, I'm going to represent the new boy. Kareem wasn't able to make it on this morning. Um, Inner Beauty is, well, we started in 2002 and it actually just started with um, within my church that I attended at that time. I was um, the Sunday school teacher and youth director and choir director. And um, I wanted to do something that would help the teenage girls that were there because um, always the, the generation before always thinks, oh, my God, this generation coming up before um, behind us is like the lost generation. And so um, it just appeared to me that they needed a little extra nudge. And um, at the time I was working at a bridal shop and we were – marking dresses down that used to be two and three and four hundred dollars and we were marking them down to ten fifteen and twenty dollars and I started buying them and I was wondering what I should do with those dresses um and I decided to create a pageant um I was a pageant girl and so I thought you know maybe these girls at our church would be inspired by this and so um we would uh, eventually uh start doing classes on etiquette and skin care and how to be an upright young lady and we did this for three months that culminated into the inner beauty pageant. And um, just like Arnetta said, from there, the girls are like, well, you just drop us after the pageant is over. So then what? Um, so we started our uh, all year program and it was just uh, like one day a week. Um, and it was character development and self-esteem um, and things like that. And, and just really trying to, to hone in on everything that young ladies were in need of as far as, um, you know, what was going to prepare them to be virtuous in this world. And uh, we got some in, um, attention from some affiliates of DCS, and that actually created our business part of it because then they wanted to send uh, to contract with us and send young ladies that were in the juvenile probation system and the Department of Child Services uh, so that they could also uh, reap the benefits of, of getting self-esteem and uh, character development and life skills. And um, so our mentors became life coaches, and we started uh, – 
doing more family services and um, again, just really trying to wrap our our young ladies tight so that they were prepared for this world and that they were not just statistics and uh, things that they saw on TV and, and now social media. Uh, social media wasn't, you know, a, a thing back 20 years ago uh, like it is now, but um, we are still, we have to recreate ourselves and reinvent the wheel for uh, what's necessary for today's young ladies every day. So I know you got to pull double duty. So now put on your other hat. Tell us about uh, New Boy. Okay. So uh, New Boy started in 2006, and it was a financial development program for young men. Uh, Kareem is from Harlem, New York, and so he's got a huge um, financial development background. Um, and he um, he had some wonderful mentors out in, in Harlem. And so when he got here to Indianapolis, he wanted to be able to uh, do the same thing. It was his mentor that brought him here when he was just like 19 years old. And so <clears throat> he uh, worked out of Rodius Park and um, they were doing sports programming and, again, financial development and um, character development. Uh, and they developed what's called the Leader Circle. And with that, they started to talk about, you know, real world things and, um, I mean, things that they really needed to hear. A lot of the young men, uh, they lack fathers. And so with this group of men together in this leader circle, uh, the young men were able to start asking questions that they couldn't ask to their mothers. Um, they started opening up about things that um, they were, uh, that allowed them to be vulnerable, where they could not be vulnerable in classrooms. And they could, they didn't feel, be, uh, feel comfortable speaking to counselors at the school um, they didn't feel comfortable speaking to therapists. And so um, they would do this with these men. Um, and, and with the same thing, um, they got the attention of DCS and affiliates of DCS. And so they really um, started to kick it into gear um, with working with the young men that are on probation. And uh, together with Interview and New Boy, we do lots of events throughout the year um, to promote their talent and their um, their inner abilities, and we take lots of trips. We take college tours. We take the kids to unconventional places like ski trips and camping, um, teaching them what their other counterparts are learning out here in the world that they're just usually not privy to because they're in the inner city or because um, they're children in need of services and things like that. So, ladies, with it being uh, National Mentoring Month, I know all of your organizations, I know every organization who has volunteers needs volunteers. Arnetta, let me go to you and ask um, first the importance of having mentors and, and what it does for your organization and ultimately the, the people who are in the organization. So I think it's, it's definitely very, very important. I know that our kings have literally made this their organization. Um, and so the mentors being a part of it our mentors, I will tell you, our mentors are definitely ride or die. Um, we now have mentors that are in South Carolina, in Texas, um, and they still stick with us, right? And so <clears throat> the impact is is that it's not only just developing our kings, but it's also developing our mentors. And they see, you know, that this has become my uncle and my bro and, my, you know, someone that I can contact when – you know, I'm going through whatever situation I'm going through. And so that's the impact is just knowing that at any time that I'm going through whatever I'm going through, whether it's good or bad, and if I can contact my mentor. And so we are definitely in need of mentors here in Indianapolis, also in Fort Wayne as well. Um, so if anyone is interested in being a part and you know, even when I talk to you about it, there are no perfect mentors. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes people feel like, well, I'm not ready. I've still got to get my life together. Well, we got to get our life together, too. You know, and why not help a young person um, along that path? And that's really what it's about is our young people need someone to process. They need someone to process their anger, their feelings, whatever they're going through. And that's what a mentor does, um, just to guide them. You don't have to give them a whole lesson plan and tell them this is what you need to do. Just guide them along that path. We're on the air this morning with Arnetta Scruggs from the Bloom Project, as well as Crystal Hines from Inner Beauty. Uh, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. We'll open up the phone lines to have a conversation about mentoring. Oftentimes on this show, anytime I open the phone lines up to talk about 
you know, what's happening in our city and what we can do to make a difference. We always hear from some callers uh, about, you know, how this starts at home and how this we need to start young and how, you know, if it's a crime issue, we need to tackle this, not when it happens, but tackle it while they're still in school. So, ladies, as the calls come in, what's the age groups of the, the, the younger people that you're serving and why you picked those age groups? Um, I'll start. Um, so our age group is 12 to 18. We actually started with 13, but 12 to 18. Um, and our, our age group is just 12 to 18 because we also look at the teenagers, um, and sometimes they're overlooked because we always want to. Also, because I used to work for Big Brothers Big Sisters, mm-hmm. and I know the cutoff is at 12. Mm-hmm. So that's why I started at 12 to 18. So, the, so there's a void for teenagers. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, Crystal, what about you? Um, so our program is from 6 to 18, and we make sure that we um, we break the, the youth off so that they have their age-appropriate group um, when it's necessary. But we um, we try to cover the whole spectrum. And then once they are 18 and they age out, then what we like to do is call them lifetimers. Um, and for inner beauty, we call them the daughters of IB. And we like for them to come back and reproduce themselves. And so they're able to come back and take what they've learned and mentor others. Um, we've got a number of women and men who were in the program years ago who are now mentors or tutors. Or, um, years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got one that runs our Girl Scouts program. So we, um, <clears throat> we try to make sure that they always have a lane, even if they are aging out of our program. Um, our mentors still, you know, keep in touch, keep our hands wrapped around the girls uh, as they become women so that they don't go into the world lost. But we definitely start early because it has to start early for prevention. Prevention is a huge piece of mentoring because we want to prevent the kids from ever going into the system um, and give them the skills and the resources that they need so that they can, you know, navigate this world in a productive way. 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. On this show, we always have folks who call in with, with their advice. And I know some of those folks who call in with their advice actually are mentors and are out there uh, doing things. So now I'll uh, raise the bar uh, for any of those who usually call in with advice to not just talk about it, come be about it as well, because there are a number of organizations who could use uh, your help and your wisdom that you love to give so much. And so with that said, Phone lines have been ringing. Uh, let's talk to a couple of different people who are out there listening this morning to Open Lines. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Sorry, uh, Cameron. Hey, listen. Who are you apologizing for? Are, are pretty good, right? But you know what? This is an institutional problem we have here within the state of Indiana where we have a family intentionally broke up and so forth. Our Constitution provides for, for uh, orphanages for these young men to go into where they'll have a, a full-time structured environment rather than some person coming in off the street telling them what they can do this or do that, and they really haven't done it themselves. So I think that they have a good effort here. But like I say, with all these programs, they amount to nothing but mitigation of bad law, bad laws that are being passed in our state house right now. They're right now being passed, and uh, they're not down there doing anything. We can't mitigate our way out of this problem. The laws have to be changed. I know that they've been in business for a while, and I would like for them to do one thing for me, Cameron, and you know what that is? What's that? They need to produce their track record and show their numbers of the people who have passed through their programs and actually how their outcomes in life have been. So if they had uh, teenagers seven years ago, they should track them. I know somebody's tracking them because mm-hmm. they're gathering information on them. But uh, they don't need to be talking about the African beauty queens and so forth. They need to tell the kids the truth. The only thing that works in the system that we exist in is labor and learning how to work. Not being a beauty queen or dressing up like a businessman, that's nothing. All right. They need Thank to learn you, how to work. All right. Thank you, Larry. Uh, Arnetta and Crystal, believe it or not, that was a compliment from Larry. Uh, mix, mixed in all that was was a compliment about what you guys do. I don't know if you've ever heard of heard from Larry or talked to Larry, heard of Larry, but in there was actually a compliment, and he was saying it's not he's applauding what you're doing, but the issue to solve it is really bigger than any one organization was ultimately his point. Um, and so there is there is some truth to that. 
Um, and he did bring up a, 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 a good question. Do you guys track uh, the folks who've, who've come into your program and when they age out, what they uh, grow up to be? Obviously, you've asked many of them to come back and, and be mentors to mentees that they once were. But what has that track record been for you ladies? I um, I can start off, Arnetta. I love that uh, Larry asked us those questions, and he's I, I knew he would be the first caller in because every time I come on 1310, <laughs> he's the first caller. And so thank you, Larry, for challenging us. Um, yes, we do actually keep numbers for outcomes because we want to make sure that everything that we do, uh, we do with success, and we, we do with the thought of um, how these young people are going to thrive in life after us. Um, we become their natural supports, but we also – um, link them with other natural supports in the community. And we are certainly partnered um, with so many other agencies um, that help them to get further ahead. And we have to um, track those outcomes because, uh, you know, our partners and our stakeholders, they count on us being uh, productive in that way. And we have lots of um, tools to be able to do that. In addition to that, I, I heard that he said about the laws, and we do train our youth to uh, look at the laws, especially as they pertain to them. And we're partnering with other agencies like Voices out here that are taking a, a really close look at, at laws um, with like Brandon Randall and Kia Wright, uh, Trey Wright. They, um, they're advocates for their youth learning about law. And we're actually going to be on tomorrow trying to change one of the laws uh, with some of the youth that are connected to our programming. And so um, I'm glad that he voiced that. We, we are working really hard to make sure that we have youth voices that are on um, so many of these committees that have been in existence for a very long time where there have been so many people making decisions and choices for these, um, excuse me, these youth uh, without ever hearing from the youth. Mm -hmm. That makes no sense. And so uh, now we are, you know, coming into the awareness that <clears throat> the only people who are going to help to change the youth are the youth and then the people who, who you know, ultimately make those decisions and change the laws for them. So, yes, we're very active in those areas. And, Crystal, I'm going to have you hold the thought because you got some more calls. And then, uh, and Arnett, I'm going to come back to you, too. But let me go to the phones, 317-239-9696. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, Cameron. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. I want to uh, say greetings to your guests. And uh, I really appreciate any mentor programs. Uh, because me, myself, as a youth, uh, I had a mentor. I had a mentor in the theater program. Uh, and also had a mentor from the juvenile center uh, when I was little growing up. And now that I'm an adult, I'm a obviously accomplished author. Uh, I sit out in Riverside uh, for three days with a young lady, helping her with her poetry, uh, to write her poetry. So uh, what I want to endorse this morning is individuals like myself to continue to mentor these young people, uh, continue to uh, just show love to our people. And I, I support this program that's on right now and any other program that, that wants to grow our community in a positive way. So I want to say thank you and thank you to those mentors uh, that are not out there publicly uh, being seen, uh, such as myself, uh, but I am seen publicly. Uh, but mentoring is very important. And our youth, uh, they really need us. And we really need to know how to go in and communicate with them so that they can be productive and, and have a lawless life and, uh, and and just go out there and do what you need to do. So I, I, I really like this show this morning. And, I, and again, like I said, I just hope that uh, people pick up on it and take up on their own responsibility to become a mentor to not only youth, but maybe to an adult even. So right. that's my comment for today. Uh, thank you, ladies, for coming on and sharing with us. And Cameron, as always, great show, brother. Great show. Y'all have a good day. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. Uh, 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Uh, talking about National Mentoring Month and how you can get involved. Uh, we got a couple minutes uh, left. Uh, Chris, I'm going to go back to you because a, a second ago you were talking about um, how y what efforts you're doing <coughs> regarding the laws. Uh, and so I, I'm assuming you mean you're going to be going down uh, to the state house to talk to people who are writing these laws. Well, there's actually um, there's a, a case tomorrow where we're we're doing it virtual, but um, we do we're advocating for uh, right now for youth who are in the Department of Child Services to be able to have attorneys. Mm -hmm. um, 
And this is really important because their voice is often unheard. And so many decisions are made for those those kids um, without them. You know, they, their parents get attorneys. Um, children who are um, in on probation, on juvenile probation, they get attorneys. And their voice is often, you know, reflected in the courtroom. But then you have youth that are, um, been, you know, taken away from their families that have no voice because they just have to uh, depend on their CASA and hope, hoping that their CASA is able to get out everything that they uh, want to convey. So uh, we are pushing for that. But there, there's so many other laws, too, um, that our youth have been able to advocate for, especially in terms of the juvenile probation system. Um, and so we're really pushing for, for change, especially with youth of color in our communities, because uh, the disproportionalities are, hu- are huge um, and they are disturbing. And so we're really, really, really taking a, a closer look at that and, and involving the youth to say, you know, why do you think so? Or what, what is it that can truly be done to help you? Arnetta and Crystal, when, we talk, when you say you need mentors, what exactly are you looking for? And, um, and I know that can be in many different shapes and forms, but also how can people contact you and, and get involved? What do you need from people? So I would say for us, our mentors, um, 21 and older, um, and someone that actually cares about our youth um, and want to make an impact in the community. Mm-hmm. We're also volunteers as well. So if we have someone that says, I'm, I can't be a mentor, right, but I want to volunteer and I want to be a part mm-hmm. of the Bloom Project, um, they can always go to our website, which is www.bloomprojectinc.com. Um, You can also contact us at 317-758-8531. There's always ways to get involved. We have events coming up, which is, um, and I want to say this real quick, True Dialogue, which we partner with all organizations. um, And that event is youth-led, where our young people um, take the lead. They're moderators, they're panelists, and they're talking about the issues the violence that is happening in the community, education. Um, And they're talking to adults about what they, um, their perspective of what's what's going on in the community. So we're always looking for, um, again, volunteers and also mentors. And Crystal, what about you? Um, A lot of the same thing. Uh, We are looking for volunteers as well. We're looking for um, both paid and, and non-paid mentors. Uh, we have so many different service areas that we cover, um, and that includes even parent mentoring, parent education, tutoring. Um, gosh, it's, it's day and evening reporting that we have for kids who are not in school or who may have to um, take some time out of the community in the evening so that they can be kept safe and productive and um, learning, you know, different different things. And so we are always looking for both um, paid and non-paid mentors. Um, you can reach us at ibnbmentor.org, and that stands for interbeautynewboymentor.org, ibnbmentor.org. Or we also have an app that's just ibnbmentor. And so we would love to have volunteers um, of all ages and mentors and, you know, uh, people in these ser- service areas come in. Uh, we certainly we do programming Sunday through Sunday, and so we okay. have availability mm-hmm. for that. Um, and like Arnetta said, we we have events too and trips too that if people can't you know donate their time on an ongoing basis, maybe they just want to come and help serve you know serve meals, or um, mm-hmm. maybe they want to just be like an usher at the door. We would welcome all of that, and we're always looking for um, for great people who love children. Um, if you're not a, a child-friendly person, we have um, opportunities for that, too. That could be data collection. Um, that be, could be going in and helping to um, organize our, our center. You know, just so many opportunities. And so reach out. We would love to have you. Um, and I can also be reached at 317-833-5810. Um, that's our inner beauty line. And, um, and I can get messages over to Kareem as well. And we've got another caller here who wants to talk to you all right now. 317-239-9696. Caller, go ahead. You're live on the air. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, praise the Lord. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, it's Brother Jay. Uh, I've been I've been listening, and I, I do agree. I, and I'm grateful that Larry was making some solid points today. Um, Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, we, we all are. <laughs> uh, 
I really feel like one of the, the main things that we need to understand is that if we're going to um, have more mentorship and we're going to have more people that are in these positions, the ultimate thing we have to understand is that if you want to create more leaders, you're going to have to be willing to serve and you're going to have to be willing to get things flowing, not just like from a leadership perspective, but also from uh, a political perspective. We've got things coming up with the school district. There's a there's a vote that's going to be coming down the line pretty soon. We need people that are willing to vote in a moratorium against these charter schools that they keep trying to give our babies away to. Um, we need people that are willing to to put their money where their mouth is. We need people that are willing to put their time where their mouth is. And ultimately, it's just going to come down to if, if you want this next generation to be solid, you, you need to put them behind like, hey, uh, let's send some kids over here and let's put them on a debate team. Let's send some kids over here and let's show them how our law system works. Let's send some kids over here and show them, uh, let's put them behind like our, our principles and put them behind the school system. So ultimately, I, I think that, um, excuse me, ultimately, I, I think that it, it is going to take some time, but we need people that are willing to serve to build our next leaders. And I agree with you guys on that. James, thank you so much for the call and speaking the truth. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Crystal, you just gave out your information. Arnetta, give out your information for folks who want to get involved with uh, Bloom Project. Um, our website, www.bloomprojectinc.org. And the number is 317-758-8531. And Crystal, go ahead and give out yours one more time. We are at ibnbmentor.org. That stands for innerbeautynewboymentor.org, ibnbmentor.org. All right. Thank you, ladies, uh, so much for reminding us the importance of mentorship in that January's National Mentoring Month. But mentoring can't happen without the mentors. So uh, good luck to you. Thank you for what you do. And keep us updated if there's any other way that we can help continue to push um, you know, information about, out about what you ladies uh, are doing with Inner Beauty and Bloom Project and what Kareem's got going with New Boy. Let me know. Thank you, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Uh, 854, 855-ish uh, here on the show. We have five minutes left on the show. But before we wrap up, have to say, I want to introduce you to somebody who you guys who've ne- who you've never actually talked to, or some of you have, actually. I, I rephrase that. Anthony uh, Bell has been our producer here on Open Lines since we relaunched it in uh february of 2020 a month before the pandemic how little we knew uh anthony is in the studio and uh this is anthony's last show uh and so i just wanted to do a little shout out and and let y'all hear from anthony because without anthony the show doesn't air on two stations anthony's come up with ideas he's he's literally been here from day one holding it down so Hello, Anthony. Oh, Kim, you're going to make me cry, man. Uh, oh, well, look, I'll soften it up because I, I didn't go get you anything. Like, no, there's not, all good. There's all not good. a prize under the table all or good. anything, but I just wanted to acknowledge all of your hard work. And, I mean, you've been here. You don't really take any time off. You're always here. This is your other job, which is uh, why you're leaving if you want to tell people, you know, what you're up to. Going into the finance world and uh, taking over Tennessee, man. So, He's he's moving moving to Tennessee. Moving moving down to Tennessee. He's got he's got a good job at a bank. You know, he's making all this big money. So uh he's gonna be leaving us here on the show. But you know, after every show I always talk to Anthony. Anthony gives uh ideas. By the way, we call him Ant, by the way. Um, you know, gives ideas um on, on some of the segments we should do, can helps connect me with people. So he's been part of the show. He's just not here. Uh, pressing buttons but one of anthony's favorite parts of the show is the callers yes uh and who's, who's been your favorite caller uh probably Emotep, brother Emotep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been t- you've got you've got a couple it's Emotep, uh, brother Emotep, and mayhem I, I enjoy mayhem as well why those two uh very knowledgeable um and they always know what they're talking about they call in with the knowledge dropping the knowledge and always have interesting stuff to talk about so what about larry He's cool. <laughs> Good old Larry Vaughn. He's, he's, he's cool. He, he called in with some sense today, so he I'll did. give it to him. 
He did. But not only have you done this show, you've worked at, at this radio station and you've touched every board. You know, we've got multiple mm-hmm. stations yes. in this company, yes. but you've touched every board. You've been on every radio station. You've been on air a little bit. A little bit. You've got to do, um, you, you've produced Community Connection from mm-hmm. Tina. You've done the the mix shows. You've been in the promotions department. You've done uh, this show with Ebony and I when we started this. And then you have, weren't you here before I came back to? Yes. On on weekends. Yep. Yeah. So um, so hey, this is thank you to on behalf of all of us at Radio One and wishing you good luck. Thank you so on, much on on your next adventure. Um, I'm sure you won't miss getting up at. Sweet. What do, what do you get up? Six six thirty. We're not gonna talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he slides in here sometimes. Sometimes Anthony's just been coming in at, and coming in from the show out from the club. He's been out there in the no, streets no, sometimes. No 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 no. Out out, out out there in the streets, for real, and then coming into work. But always making it. Yes. Even even oh, if it's that's all, that's that's what's important. Cam. You've never you've never missed the top of the show. I don't think. I think actually. <laughs> that was one time. That was when oh, we first that started. That time doesn't count. Though. That, was, that was when we first started. Hey, long as you're here before the open rolls, boom. There's no nobody knows the difference. But hey, man, for real, thanks for everything you've done. Uh, connected me with people, things that you hear on the streets. Um, a lot of what we've talked about on the show has been because of an idea that you've uh, sent to me or, or let me know that somebody needs help. So for that and always being here, the show sounds good. People listen. Listen to this show um, on two stations. Half of that is literally because of you. I'm running one station. You're doing the other. So thank you very no much. No problem. Thank you, man. It has been an honor working with you. I appreciate you, man. I'm going to miss you. Yes, sir. Good luck to you. And uh, you have like 30 seconds All to get right, back to the other studio. Right, right. <laughs> I'm going to give you time to get back down there so we can uh, get on to our next shows. Uh, with that said, uh, the rest of the month, I'm already working on some fantastic shows for you guys. Uh on what's happening here in uh, Indiana. You know, last week we talked about what's happening down at the state house with the Indiana legislature. I'm working on getting the Indiana uh, uh, Black Legislative Caucus to come on and give us an update on what they're doing. Uh, and then there are a couple other things that are still in the work. I don't want to throw them out there yet, uh, but it's it's some, some good stuff that is going on and coming up here on the show. So with that, that's going to do it for this edition of the Open Line Show. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle, and I will be back here same time, same stations next Sunday live at 8. Coming up on Hot 96.3, it's your favorite music. And on WTLC, it's the Hour of Power with Al Sharpton. We'll see you next Sunday live at 8. Shout out to my man, Anthony Bell. Thanks for always holding it down, and we will see you later. Good luck on your future endeavors. This is Open Lines with Cameron Riddle.